0: What's up, what's up, y'all? It's your girl Latifa, and you are now tuned in to Heavyweight The Way In. Thanks so much for rocking with me. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to Heavyweight The Way In podcast. I am your host, Latifa, and I pray that you all are doing well and staying safe and healthy and all that good stuff. So I have been meditating on the word relationship. And what sticks out to me the most as it pertains to the meaning of the word relationship is to be connected. I want to open up a discussion about our relationship status with God. So feel free to comment below on the YouTube page, email me or DM me on Instagram or Facebook or wherever there is a communication outlet if you would like to have open dialogue about relationship status. First, let's break this thing down into three categories. Are you single, married, or cruising? And cruising, in other words, means it's complicated. Let's dive in a bit deeper. Are y'all ready to weigh in? I know I am, so let's weigh in. I would like to first declare my relationship status with God as married. And don't y'all judge me because I'm not rocking a ring. (laughs) But in all seriousness, I am married to God, but in another way than what you are thinking. And yes, I do believe that God prepares us for marriage and we must first be married to him before we are married to our kingdom spouses. But that's not the type of marriage that I'm referring to. I broke up the relationship statuses into three categories so that I could clearly explain what I mean by having a relationship with God. And I would like to fully disclose (laughs) that I am no in no way shape or form trying to judge you or your relationship with God in this episode okay or just in general rather what I am trying to convey is that relationship status is important as it pertains to God let's break it down a bit further when we are single We tend to make decisions for ourselves without the consideration of another person and that person meaning a spouse. Most single people live life freely. They do what they want, wake up when they want, eat what they want, make decisions how they want. You get the picture. When you are single, you can focus. But might I ask, What are you focusing on if it's not a relationship with God? A single relationship with God means that you are out here all alone with no guidance, no instructions, no reassurance, no love except for self-love. But then again, how would you know what self-love or real love feels like if you've never allowed yourself to Be open enough to feel it from the creator and the epitome of love itself. When I think about a relationship status with God being checked off as single, I'm not going to hold y'all up. I get a bit scared, especially in the times that we're living in. I would imagine single people answering the question of do you have a relationship with God kind of like this. I mean, I grew up believing in God. I don't really pray like that, though. You know, I talk to God when I have time or if I don't have time. I mean, honestly, I don't talk to God at all, you know, and um, I also don't care too much for religion or religious people because they make God seem like he wouldn't think twice about a person like me. So, you know, I continue living life like I've been doing. Plus, it's, Too many restrictions and expectations when it comes to being in a relationship with God. But, you know, I do believe, I guess. And just to let you all know that religion is not relationship with God. But I would imagine single people answering that question like that. And so moving on to the next relationship status. Let's talk about the cruising status. Allow me to define what cruising means so that you can fully understand where I'm coming from when I get deeper. There are two definitions. One, the action of sailing about in an area without a precise destination, especially for pleasure. Two, a young child's action of walking while holding on to furniture or other structures prior to learning to walk without support. So number one, the action of selling about in an area without a precise destination, especially for pleasure. So in other words, Lord, in this relationship, I'll acknowledge you as long as I'm getting something out of it, but where does that lead to? First John chapter two, verse 16 through 17 says, for the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the father, but are from this world. And this world is fading away along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. Now please understand that I am not saying that God will not bless you with nice things because he will, but a relationship with God shouldn't be transactional and your possessions shouldn't mean more to you than your relationship with God because essentially that is idolatry. The second definition is a young child's action of walking while holding on to furniture or other structures prior to learning to walk without support. So, in other words, if you don't see the prayer come to pass almost immediately, you give up on God. You know, I need to hold on to something. I need to see it while I'm walking with God instead of doing what scripture says and walk by faith and not by sight second corinthians 5 verse 7. how long has cruising been your relationship status with god if you can identify with what i'm saying do you think it's time to take the next step and go to the next level and start developing a relationship with more substance Another scripture that I think of when it comes to this definition is Hebrews chapter five, verse 12 through 13. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God, and you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness For he is a babe. So you are still having trouble with having faith and believing in God, even when you don't see it. Explaining what cruising status means spiritually is a relationship with God that is contingent upon what God can provide for you in a tangible sense. I'm cruising with you, Lord. As long as I don't have to go through anything, as long as I don't have to struggle to be elevated. You know, this relationship is doing just fine, Lord. As long as it's my will be done and not yours. Lord, I have faith in you because I can see, feel, touch, and hold on to the material things that I prayed for and received them as soon as I pray for them. You know, like the money that I have, the new car, the new sound system in the car, the mansion. In other words, I only have a relationship with you, Lord, because of the tangible things that I receive out of the relationship. Hebrews 11.1 says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things that we cannot see so that means that what we should be saying is I have faith that the promises you made me will come to pass because you are not a man that you shall lie so I must wait for the promise sacrifice pray without ceasing fast and still have faith that the promise will come to pass even if I don't get to see it or experience it. So my question now would be to those who identify with the cruiser status, what happens to your relationship with God then? Now, don't get me wrong. God can and will provide anything you need and some of what you want. But will you stop talking to him or believing in him? Because you must work for and partner with God to see the promise come to pass. Or maybe God is saying, you know, what you really need right now is healing and peace in your household. So I know that you're praying for a mansion on the hills, but I'm going to work on the inner you first. What happens when you cannot physically see or hold the blessing? There was a post that I read that said only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally. A man is only loved under the condition he provides something. That's terrible, by the way, just to let you know that God loves you, even if the woman that you're with doesn't. (laughs) um anywho before commenting on that i would like to say that god is a provider he would do exceeding and abundantly of what we might ask or think but in looking at this post from a spiritual perspective this really is what the cruiser status is god loves you unconditionally and accepts you as you are But as soon as he takes you through a little storm or takes something from you, you stop loving him and having faith in him. You know, our relationship with God shouldn't be conditional upon what he can provide for us. Last but not least, we have the married status. Married status it's loving God even when things don't work out as expected, but trusting that although it may have not worked out the way I thought things would, everything still worked out for my good. Taking time to get to know God's heart, which in turn brings you to an understanding that God is literally willing to do anything, anything for you to show you how much he loves you. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that those who believe in him will not perish but will have everlasting life. Mary's status is, Lord, I just want to worship you and praise you without expecting anything in return because your love for me is unmatched and I love you just the same. You listen to me when no one else will. Jesus, you lead me down the paths of righteousness and not down a path of destruction. You continuously pour into me. You teach me. Oh, how mighty and great and wonderful you are. Being married to God is loving him on the good days and the bad days. Trusting God even in the middle of a storm, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. It's having faith in him, just wanting to be in his presence, developing your own way of communicating with God, because like every earthly relationship, they're different and unique in their own way. You know, your relationship with your mother is probably different from your relationship with your father, your relationship with your you know, siblings is probably different than your relationship with your friends. I'm just giving examples. But they are different and unique in their own way. And so is our relationship with God. I would like to consider myself as a person that tries their absolute hardest (laughs) to be considerate of people's feelings. And so let me present this what-if scenario to you. What if I was married to a man that loves me unconditionally, patient, kind, provides for me in every way possible, tells me I'm beautiful, listens to me and is attentive while listening, remembering every detail of our conversation, comforts me, My best friend when I'm lonely, my best friend in general, wipes away my tears and keeps count so that he can go above and beyond for me because of the pain and trouble that caused me those tears. And yet I treat him like he doesn't even exist. I don't tell him or show him that I love him back so the love is not reciprocated. I cry each time I can't get what I want because he prioritizes and gets what I need before giving me what I want. I reject him and sometimes even his instructions when the instructions benefit not only me but the marriage. I ignore him when he's speaking. I'm impatient, bitter, and still hurt from what someone did to me in a previous relationship, so I shut him out and reject his love. I have no consideration for his feelings. I could keep going on and on, but I digress. You would say that my husband's feelings would be hurt, right? I would say so. Well, take that same scenario, flip it, and think about our personal relationship with God. Rejection does not feel good. Yet, God has and still is experiencing a world of rejection. It's hard to have a big loving and pure heart because no matter how someone treats you, your heart's posture never changes towards them. And that is how Jesus is with us. So, shouldn't we be considerate of his feelings and develop a sincere relationship with him. Even with human relationships, you can't get to know someone if you don't communicate with them, if you don't spend time with them, if you don't make a conscious effort in trying to get to know them. God wants relationship and covenant with each and every one of us. But some of us say we're too busy, or here's a popular one, God knows my heart. It's kind of like this. God is the nice, unpopular girl or boy in school that is trying to be friends with the cool kid, but the cool kid doesn't want to be their friend, no matter how hard they try. Wouldn't that hurt your feelings? That just doesn't feel good. The good thing is a relationship with God is personal and it can literally start and happen anywhere. You can literally be in your car or at home or just the store, wherever, and talk to God and allow him to pour into you. Relationship gets you access to exclusive things that not being in a relationship wouldn't give you. CC, Abraham, Joseph, Elijah, David, Daniel, Job, and the list goes on. So I want you to do an evaluation. Do an evaluation of yourself. Now, this evaluation doesn't need to be public. Unless you want it to be, of course. But truly ask yourself, what is my relationship status with God? And if it's not married, what is keeping you from being married? So like I said, just ask yourself that real quick. Do a quick evaluation. And that concludes episode five relationship status I pray that you all enjoyed this episode <laughs> and I pray that you got something out of it you know I love talking about God it's you know, similar to how people go on Facebook or Instagram And, you know, are quick to change their relationship status. Like when they get engaged or when they get into a relationship or when they get married, you know, they're so happy. They just can't wait to tell everybody and make this thing public. And I feel like that's what we should be doing with God. Like I can't wait, Lord, to go public with your word I can't wait to go public with how much I love you. Like I can't wait to go public with how I would do anything for you. So that's how I think about you know the relationship status that we have with God. I'm not saying that it's bad to go public with your relationship with your significant other with your spouse or any of that I'm not saying that I love to see love <laughs> but I am saying that we should just be more prone to show God some love that's all I'm saying and just really develop a true sincere relationship with him so as always I pray that you all stay safe stay blessed and stay in prayer not only for yourself and your family, but for all believers everywhere. Y'all have a good one.